What's going on, everyone? I'm your host, JT. Back to you guys with another episode of the JT Sports Podcast. On this episode, we're going to be discussing Derek Carr signing with the Saints. How good does Derek Carr make New Orleans? And with Derek Carr being out of the quarterback market now, it looks like the New York Jets are pretty much zeroed in on Aaron Rodgers. But what if Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to play for the New York Jets? What if he just says, you know what, I want to finish off my career as a Packer? Or hell, maybe he says, I want to get traded to the Raiders. What would be the next move for the New York Jets if they can't trade for A-Rod? And the last thing that we have to talk about is Tennessee, reportedly, they're shopping Derrick Henry around. What are going to be the best potential landing spots for Derrick Henry if he gets traded. Before we get into it, if you haven't already, make sure that you like this episode and subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you are a diehard football fan like me and you live, eat, breathe, and sleep football, this is the right place for you. We talk football 24-7 all year round, rather it be NFL college football xfl usfl we talk about that too if you just love football as as much as i love football make sure that you go ahead subscribe to the jt sports podcast available on all podcasting platforms apple google spotify amazon wherever you get your podcast from you can find the jt sports podcast Derek carr is headed From Las Vegas to the Bayou, him and the Saints have come to terms on a four-year deal worth $150 million, $100 million guaranteed. Derek Carr, although he's not one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, he definitely isn't one of the worst. And he probably is the best quarterback that the Saints have had since Drew Brees retired. I mean, since Drew Brees hung up the cleats, they've started Trevor Simeon, Ian Book, Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, and recently, the Red Rifle at quarterback. For New Orleans, you finally are going to have some stability at this position. Now, are you going to receive elite quarterback play from Derek Carr on a consistent basis? Probably not, but you are going to receive solid quarterback play. And solid quarterback play is going to be good enough to win you the NFC South. And at this moment, with how things look, who's the team to beat in the NFC South right now? Is it the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Tom Brady's gone, and they're in cap hell right now. You really are going to put your faith in Todd Bowles and Kyle Trask? Yeah, I'll pass on that. Carolina, Frank Wright has assembled a really good coaching staff, but we don't even know who they're going to be starting at quarterback. We don't know if they're going to bring in Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe trade for somebody, maybe go ahead and draft somebody in the upcoming draft. And then you have the Atlanta Falcons and Desmond Ritter showed a little bit of promise, but there's still a lot that we need to see out of him. At this moment, Derek Carr is the king of quarterbacks in this division, and the New Orleans Saints are the most talented team right now in the NFC South. This roster is not bad, okay? This is one of the better rosters in the NFC. And if you guys have been listening to the podcast for over a year, you guys will remember me saying in the offseason 
that New Orleans had one of the NFL's best rosters. And I still stand by that. If New Orleans actually had a legitimate QB last year, I think they would have made it into the postseason. Yeah, I still have my reservations about Dennis Allen as a head coach. But I don't think he was all that bad. I really just think that the quarterback situation was just a big mess. And now you fix it by bringing in Derek Carr. Now, the thing with Derek Carr that a lot of people point out is, well, he doesn't have a great record in big games. Okay, the last time I checked, football was a team sport, right? And tell me, what did Derek Carr have to work with and Las Vegas. Well, JT, he was throwing to Hunter Renfro, Devontae Adams, and Darren Waller. I mean, don't make it seem like Derek Carr ain't have no weapons during his time with the Raiders. Okay, you're right. But let me ask you this. Did he have a great defense? No. Did he have a defense as good as the one that New Orleans had last year? No. Did Derek Carr, during his time with the Raiders, even have a average defense? No, this is coming from an organization that has still struggled to find a franchise cornerback. And they've been drafting corners and guys in the secondary for how many years and they still can't get it right? I mean, I'm not trying to excuse Derek Carr from any of the blame during his time in Las Vegas, okay? But I just think that when you look at Derek Carr, you look at the situation that he was in, with Josh McDaniels and the Raiders last year, it just wasn't a good fit. And even him and John Gruden kind of struggled to make things work at times. He's going to an organization that wants him, that's embracing him, and he has a pretty good group around him to be successful. The offensive line is pretty good at wide receiver. Maybe you have Michael Thomas. You never know when it comes to Michael Thomas. It seems like every offseason, we're talking about Aaron Rodgers. And then on the side, we're quietly talking about Michael Thomas. But if Michael Thomas comes back and you pair him up with a Chris Olave or Rashid Shahid, and you got Alvin Kamara in the backfield, this team is dangerous. And that defense is going to be good. Now, I wonder how they're going to be able to re-sign some of their free agents because you are still under the cap. I don't even know how the hell you were able to sign Derek Carr despite being under the cap. It's just Mickey Loomis just being the GOAT that he is. But Derek Carr with New Orleans, man, I think this team ends up making it to the playoffs. And I know that it's really early into the offseason to be giving out predictions, but the Saints roster... It's pretty much set. Plus, you didn't even have to give up any compensation in return to get Derek Carr, which is an added bonus. The New Orleans Saints are in the perfect position to win this division, regardless of what the Falcons do. Still don't really have a lot of faith in Desmond Ritter. Then they have a lot of holes on defense. The Tim Bay Buccaneers, I don't trust Todd Bowles. I don't trust Kyle Trask. The Carolina Panthers are really the only team who I feel can make things a little interesting because I think their roster is pretty good. Not as good as the Saints, but I think it's pretty solid. And they also are a team who, with the right quarterback, they could be in playoff contention. They also could contend for this division. But 
right now in March 6, 2023, at the time I'm recording this, the Saints, without a doubt, are the best team in this division. And with Derek Carr, this is a sneaky good team. Okay, now, are they a Super Bowl contender? I'm not going to go that far. But I think Derek Carr is definitely going to be able to get the Saints into the postseason. I really don't get how people can look at this move and just be like, oh, it's mid. It doesn't mean anything. Like, what? So you're telling me going from Derek Carr to Andy Dalton or Andy Dalton to Derek Carr isn't an upgrade? I mean, come on. Listen, Derek Carr's final season in Las Vegas, it wasn't that bad. I mean, yeah, it wasn't pretty. And the way that things ended was pretty ugly. But I mean, the dude still played serviceable enough to get into the Pro Bowl. And I know the Pro Bowl doesn't mean anything, but... You don't become a four-time Pro Bowler by being a scrub, okay? Derek Carr has proven on multiple occasions that if he's put in the right situation, he can win. He took the Las Vegas Raiders to the playoffs without their head coach. You remember when they went to the playoffs in, what, 2021 and they lost to the Cincinnati Bengals? That was a game that pretty much came down to the final play. That game could have went either way. Derek Carr was a large reason for Las Vegas getting to the postseason that year. This dude is a good leader. He doesn't have any off-the-field concerns that you have to worry about. And yeah, you probably would prefer somebody a little bit more flashier at the position. Like, of course, if Saints fans had the opportunity to pick the next quarterback and it was between Lamar Jackson and Derek Carr, of course we know who's winning that one. But Derek Carr was the best quarterback available on the open market that the Saints could get, and they could get him without having to give up any compensation in return. With Derek Carr, the Saints are going to be a really solid team. And at least right now, they look like the team to beat in the NFC South. Now, with Derek Carr being taken off the quarterback market, it looks like we can all assume that The New York Jets are going to be putting in all their efforts into trying to trade for Aaron Rodgers. They already have Nathaniel Hackett as their offensive coordinator, which him and Aaron Rodgers have a good relationship with each other, dating back to when Nathaniel Hackett was on Green Bay's coaching staff. And many people expect Aaron Rodgers to get traded to the New York Jets if he wants to part ways with the Green Bay Packers organization. But let me lay you guys out a hypothetical scenario. And many of you Jets fans are probably not going to want to hear this, but what if Aaron Rodgers comes out and he says, you know what? I want to finish my career in Green Bay. Or he says, I want to get traded to the Las Vegas Raiders and I want to be reunited with my former teammate, Devontae Adams. If you're the New York Jets and you can't trade for Aaron Rodgers, what's next for you at quarterback? What are your options? Because you don't really have too many. When it comes to the free agency pool, Derek Carr, he's already gone. You could have Jimmy G, which him and Robert Sala already have a pretty good amount of familiarity with each other. Yeah, he's not as talented as Aaron Rodgers. He's a little bit under Derek Carr in terms of talent. But he's still pretty solid 
The questions that you have about Jimmy Garoppolo is, can you trust the guy to stay healthy for a whole entire season? And then, if you can't get Jimmy G, are you going to go after Baker Mayfield? Marcus Mariota? I mean, those are low-end quarterbacks. At least with Jimmy G, he's a respectable quarterback. He's a serviceable quarterback. Maybe you trade for Ryan Tannehill. It looks like the Tennessee Titans may end up going in on a rebuild. They are getting rid of some key pieces. Rumors are circulating around that they're looking at shopping Derrick Henry. Maybe Ryan Tannehill could end up being on the trade block. And then, maybe, if you're willing to give up the money and the compensation, you just go all out on trying to get Lamar Jackson, which is a realistic possibility because him and the Ravens aren't coming any closer to terms on a new contract. And of course the Ravens are going to want at least three first round picks in exchange for Lamar Jackson. But if you're the New York Jets and let's say Derek Carr is off the table, Aaron Rodgers, you can't trade for him. You can't get Jimmy G. What other options do you have? Desperate times call for desperate measures. And if you get Lamar Jackson, that puts you in Super Bowl conversation because your roster already is pretty good, although the offensive line does need some more fine-tuning. The defense is stout. The weapons that Lamar Jackson is going to be throwing to on the outside, Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, you're going to have Brees Hall in the backfield. I mean, the Jets with Lamar Jackson will be really fun to watch. Now, if you can't get Lamar... And you can't trade for a quarterback. Are you going to try to roll the dice again in the draft and try your hands at drafting another quarterback? Maybe this time you trade up higher and try to get a Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. I mean, Chicago is shopping the number one overall selection. And for the New York Jets, you should have enough compensation to at least get into one of the top four slots in the draft. If you really are that desperate, and if you get C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young, without a doubt, those guys should be better than Zach Wilson. Or are you going to bring back Mike White and then have him and Zach Wilson slug it out to see who ends up being the starting quarterback for next season? If you're a New York Jets fan, I know this scenario probably gives you nightmares, but I don't think enough people are talking about this. And I think that there is a great chance that Aaron Rodgers stays with the Green Bay Packers. But you never know. The NFL is an unpredictable league. But I just find it a little bit dumb that the New York Jets are in this situation. And it looks like they're probably holding hope that they can get their hands on Aaron Rodgers. I find it dumb that they're putting their hands of their franchise and a guy who we don't even know is available for trade. And then, not to mention, if Aaron Rodgers comes in there, are they even going to be able to compete right away? Because he wasn't even able to get good chemistry down with Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson when those guys were on the field and they were healthy. You got Aaron Rodgers going to a new team. He's going to have to learn his new teammates. He's going to have to get the chemistry down. And he didn't really do a good job at trying to get the chemistry down last offseason with his new receivers. 
So maybe he has a change philosophy going to the New York Jets. But if the Jets can't trade for Aaron Rodgers, honestly, what's next? And it's really dumb that we got to ask this question. Because when you're an NFL franchise, you shouldn't be putting all your eggs on one basket. There were teams who were holding out hope at trying to get Russell Wilson last offseason. And you saw how that went with the Denver Broncos. For the New York Jets, there aren't really a lot of options out there for you to go at quarterback if you can't trade for Aaron Rodgers. So if you can't get Aaron Rodgers, your only options, at least when it comes to the free agency pool, are going to be Jimmy Garoppolo, Baker Mayfield, I heard somebody say Marcus Mariota. I mean, Marcus Mariota, he could be all right. I mean, he can't be no worse than what you had last year. But at the same time, this was the same person who got benched for Desmond Ritter. So I don't even know. But this could be a really scary situation for the New York Jets if they don't get Aaron Rodgers. And I think that this question needs to be asked a lot more. Because there is a good possibility that the New York Jets potentially walk away from free agency with no Derek Carr, no Aaron Rodgers, and maybe no Jimmy Garoppolo. Because then the market for Jimmy Garoppolo is even going to be a little bit higher with the fact that Aaron Rodgers is not going to be on the market if he does want to stay in Green Bay. So then you're going to have Carolina who's in need for a quarterback Maybe the Falcons, maybe they go after Jimmy Garoppolo. Maybe they still feel like Desmond Ritter needs a little bit more time. So the market for Jimmy Garoppolo is also going to be fairly competitive. And if you're the New York Jets, are you really going to want to have to put your hands in the pot at trying to win another bidding war for somebody? We thought that Derek Carr was going to the New York Jets. Last time I was reading some reports Last night, that said that the meeting went fantastic between Derek Carr and the New York Jets and that he was expected to go to New York. And then this morning, I wake up and he's signing a four-year, $150 million deal with the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> this is a situation that if you're the New York Jets, you really don't want to find yourself in. And I'm going to ask you guys, do you guys really think that is Aaron Rodgers a bust for the Green Bay Packers? If the New York or for the New York Jets, if the New York Jets can't get Aaron Rodgers, are they done? Is Robert Sala finished? Will they even be able to fill the team that would be competitive enough to compete for a playoff spot? There are reports circulating around that the Tennessee Titans are looking to trade away star running back Derrick Henry. And I already know that if you're a Titans fan right now, you got to be feeling pretty hurt about this. Because when you think about Tennessee Titans football, the first player that probably comes to the front of your minds is Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry has been the heart and soul of this organization for over the last couple of years. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. Just the thought of Derrick Henry potentially playing for another team, it kind of hurts me too because I live down south. I live in Florida, so we get a lot of the AFC South games televised down here. So I've watched a lot of Derrick Henry over the years. As a matter of fact, you pretty much can say I've grown up watching Derrick Henry play. So it's just a little weird 
just hearing reports coming out about how he could potentially be traded. And you understand why it looks like the Tennessee Titans are trying to clear some cap space. Maybe they go all in on a rebuild. Maybe they're just trying to retool. But Derrick Henry, if he is indeed on the trading block, what are some potential landing spots for Derrick Henry? Now, he is 29 years old, but Hall of Fame players or Hall of Fame caliber players regress at a slower rate than your normal players do. So I think that Derrick Henry still has three to four years left of great play. He's in the final year of his contract. He's slated to make somewhere around $10 million this year. So what are some teams that could potentially trade for Derrick Henry? Well, the first one definitely has to be the Buffalo Bills. And even though they are $18 million under the cap, I don't really think that matters. If they want to get Derrick Henry, they can make it work. They do have Devin Singletary, who is slated to hit for agency. And then you're going to have Tremaine Edmonds and Jordan Poyer as well. And if you bring in Derrick Henry, you're probably not going to be able to retain both of those guys. But I think Derrick Henry would be a really good pickup for the Buffalo Bills. For those of you guys wondering, what do the Buffalo Bills have to do to get over the hump? Well, it may just be adding one more piece. You signed Von Miller in free agency last year, and he was really productive up until he ended up getting his season cut short. You bring in Derrick Henry, somebody who still is in his prime pretty much. He could be that missing piece that can help you get to the Super Bowl. And last season, the dude had 349 carries for 1,538 rushing yards, 13 touchdowns. He was averaging 4.4 yards per attempt. The Buffalo Bills could most definitely use that considering the fact that they'd be running the hell out of Josh Allen. And if they want Josh Allen to be around playing into his late 40s or his mid 40s, they need to do a better job at limiting how much he does on the ground, limiting how many hits he takes. You bring in Derrick Henry, that without a doubt is going to improve the rushing attack for the Buffalo Bills. Then you include the fact that you still are going to have the ability of Josh Allen to make things happen with his legs. Him and Derrick Henry in the same backfield, I think that probably would be one of the scariest sights for any opposing defense. You already know how hard it is to tackle Derrick Henry. Then you got to worry about Josh Allen. Oh my goodness. And then you got Stephon Diggs. You got Gabe Davis. You got Dawson Knox. You add Derrick Henry to the mix in Buffalo. I don't get how they're not the favorites to make it out of the AFC. Now, there's another team in the AFC that I think would also be a really good fit for Derrick Henry. And they've been in the market for a star running back for a while. And that's the Miami Dolphins. And like the Buffalo Bills, they're under the cap by $15 million. But if they want Derrick Henry, I'm pretty sure they can make it work. Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson, Miles Gaskins are slated to hit free agency. So the Dolphins have a void that needs to be filled as running back. And it very well could be filled with Derrick Henry. The rushing attack last year was pretty good when they were able to get it going with Raheem Mostert. If they can beef up that offensive line a little bit, you add Derrick Henry to the mix. 
The Dolphins probably have the best offense in the NFL. You're going to have Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill on the outside. So you're going to have the speed there. Then you're going to have the raw power and strength of Derrick Henry to just wear down defenses. And then you can beat teams over the top with play action. Derrick Henry would add a different dynamic to this Miami Dolphins offense. It also would take a little bit of the load off to a Tagovailoa. You give Mike McDaniel a Derrick Henry kind of talent at running back, I don't even want to think about how good and deadly this offense could be with them. And like I said, I know that the Dolphins are under the cap, and I know that they have other positions that they need to address, but I just think if you have the opportunity to get a guy like Derrick Henry, you go after him, regardless of your team needs, because the Dolphins are one of those teams who we perceive to be on the outside looking in of the Super Bowl conversation. So a guy like Derrick Henry could easily put them in the mix of being able to win the Super Bowl. And the last team that I think could be a potential landing spot for Derrick Henry are the Philadelphia Eagles. Miles Sanders is a free agent. They don't really have a lot of cap space, but they're probably going to free up some. They do have to re-sign a lot of core guys on defense. But let's face it, if Philadelphia has the opportunity to get Derrick Henry, they probably should take it. Because then, that offense with A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, Jalen Hurts, and then Derrick Henry, bruh? Bruh, there's no way I don't think Philadelphia doesn't make it back to the Super Bowl again if they get their hands on Derrick Henry. And they both kind of have... Similar identities to the Tennessee Titans. They want to be physical. They want to be tough. It's just that the difference with Philadelphia and Tennessee is that Philadelphia actually is pretty fun to watch on offense. They're not boring. Tennessee, they're boring. They don't really do anything innovative. They're not really all that creative. They kind of just get to the point. And then Derrick Henry with the Philadelphia Eagles, he probably could end up having a couple of more years left because I don't think they're going to end up running him into the dirt like Tennessee has over the last couple of years. Like 349 carries, dog. That's freaking ridiculous. Give the guy a little bit of some, give the guy some break. So he goes to Philadelphia. You're going to have Jalen Hurts there with his rushing ability. Then you're probably going to have somebody else who's going to be able to spell Derrick Henry from time to time when he needs a break. I don't think that Derrick Henry is going to be getting over 300 plus carries if he goes to the Philadelphia Eagles, which I think would be good for him at this stage of his career because then you can preserve his body and you can have him playing at a high level for a longer period of time. And we already know that the Philadelphia Eagles have one of the NFL's best offensive lines. The offensive line that Derrick Henry was running behind in Tennessee Wasn't all that great. And despite that, the dude still had over 1,500 rushing yards. So these are the three teams that I think could potentially trade for Derrick Henry. This is it for this episode of the JT Sports Podcast. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, make sure that you leave us with a five-star review. We would greatly appreciate it. Share the podcast on your social media platforms with your friends, family members, and acquaintances. Rate the JT Sports Podcast five stars. And remember that wherever you get your podcast from, you can check us out 
all podcasting platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, the podcast is available. I appreciate you guys for listening to this episode of the JT Sports Podcast.